Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are going through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs one minute at a time. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And I'm Kestra Dorowski. And this week we are joined by Cassandra and Norman from Lord of the Rings Minute. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having us. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to this whole week with you guys. Uh, it's our first week with two guests. We had um, On one. At, uh, yeah, per episode. Okay. Our first set of guests, we had um, two different guys from Indiana Jones Minute, but they nice. weren't on at the same time. So we had someone had for three days, and... And, then, and then someone else for two days. And then last week, we had Crystal Beth on. I love her. So. She's wonderful. <laughs> she's... She's, She's so it was, fantastic. It was, it was great. <laughs> well, uh, oh, now, I, now I feel bad. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I love your show, so I'm not worried about it. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm not quite caught up. Uh, the, the background is I started listening when Cassandra was a guest on my other podcast, the Protagonist Podcast, mm-hmm. and I've been slowly trying to get caught up um, going bit by bit. But that was that was just a couple of weeks ago, maybe a little over a month ago, and that's how long I've been so. listening to your show. Yeah. And you yeah. guys are what at like a hundred? You're at a hundred minutes now. Yep. Yeah. As of this recording, we're at a hundred minutes. So. Yeah. Snow White I mean, and Seven Dwarfs is not even a hundred minutes long. <laughs> yeah. You you shouldn't feel bad about still catching up on our show. I mean, my twin sister still hasn't. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, Snow White is only eighty three minutes long. So I think we have one of the six- shortest. Yeah, it's uh, 16 and a half weeks yeah. for the podcast. So. so it's one of the shortest uh, rounds of Movies by Minute, I think. Nice. Yeah. But it's also that's a, that's a good change of pace. Yeah, we, we've also realized that it's the earliest film and the first animated film mm-hmm. covered on Movies by Minute. Um, there is a Zootopia Minute. Is that going? Because I haven't been able to see it anywhere. Um, so if, if they may have beat us then. I think we saw someone yeah. on YouTube. Um, oh, okay. But, so that's a little different. Yeah, that's yeah. a little different. But yeah. Okay, so they they would have beat us to animation. Yes. yes. All right. But we are, it's we hard to keep track. There's early range of animation. There's so, there's many, so many movies by minutes. <laughs> yeah. So many. They're just sprouting by the over fifty now. I think. Wow. Uh, that it's sounds so, right. I don't know. <laughs> But, I mean, it depends on if you count the, the podcast feeds or the total movies, because Star Wars is already, you know, four and a half movies deep. Right. Yeah. And you guys are, are almost, what, are, are you almost halfway done with Lord of the Rings at 100 minutes? How long is that one? Um, uh, 248? Yeah, it's 228. Oh my gosh. 228. Yeah, so we're almost yeah. there. Yeah, it's a... So, I mean, the the whole last thirty minutes basically is the credits and the fan club credits. So, <laughs> our, yeah, our credits nice were done in week one. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. High school movies. It's front front load credits, and then it was and, just two minutes. And it didn't have everybody listed, so it was really short, just two minutes, and then it went straight into the the prologue. Which Andrew, you realized something this week. Oh. About the prologue. Yeah, okay. So I, I have a little note that ties into Lord of the Rings. So the prologue that we get into with Snow White and Seven Dwarfs, mm-hmm. it's the exact same concept as an opening crawl in Star Wars or that prologue um, that <laughs> someone, it's uh, Galadriel says for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That's true. It just opens with it's, the book. And then... it's, it's just like, here's some facts that you need to know. And I did not realize until today, it's like, this is just like Star Wars because it has like text at the beginning to get you up to speed. Yeah. Yeah. 
Which, like, There's, um, why does that have to happen? <laughs> right. There's another kind of connection with us being on uh, Snow White Minute in regards to Lord of the Rings Minute, because The Hobbit was originally published only a few months before this movie was released. Yes, yes. We, we mentioned that because... Which, yeah, because... Uh, the... Dwarf versus... Dwarves. Oh, yeah, so Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs with an F, uh, but Dwarves was popularized by Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they started making this movie, the popularized version. plural yeah. version of Dwarf was Dwarfs with an F, mm-hmm. and then when Tolkien released Hobbit and, and Lord of the Rings later... Uh, dwarves became the more popular version. So linguistically, you guys win. (laughs) Score. Um, But getting into the the minutes for this week, uh, the first one is minute 21, and it begins with some birds dropping flowers and leaves and water on the table, and it ends with two birds wringing out a freshly laundered shirt. (laughs) Yes. So this is the laundry minute. (laughs) I want I want small woodland creatures to come into my apartment and do the laundry. That yes. sounds it wonderful. Only, <laughs> yes. It only works if you have a nearby creek. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and a turtle to serve as a washboard. I love. That I love. Turtle. Okay, I love this turtle. This, so I know. the turtle is probably one of my favorite characters. Even that doesn't have a name and doesn't speak or anything. It's... Yeah. Um, the so with the turtle, especially in this minute. Um, the music matches up and you get like, I don't know what instrument it was, but it's basically playing the turtle's laugh. Yeah. And being tickled as this laundry happens. And it's, it's, we've talked several times about like some of the musical stuff, how it's very Fantasia. That's mm-hmm. one of the most Fantasia things I've seen. Yeah. Here's what I was asking myself during, um, during this minute uh, with the animation and the music. Uh, I was wondering if they animated after the music was done so if they did the music like composed the music first and then animated according to the music or if the music came uh after the animation was done so that it made it so so it followed the animation right or if they did it together i I, um... think based on on the stuff we've watched i think they were usually like storyboarding and they had a composer in there with a piano a lot of the time so they may have been matching things up but for the yeah. final stuff, I'm not sure. There's a there's a thing a little later in the movie that leads me to believe that they may have done the music first and then animated second, because there's a decided lack of a music cue in the middle of a musical bit later in the movie. Okay. Hmm. And it's uh, it's with Grumpy a little bit later on. You you just like expect a certain cue and you're like, oh, it's not there. And it just never happens. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll keep my eye out for that one. Yeah, I but I I know they definitely you know had music a lot in mind, especially with sequences like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the the music being part of it is a big deal, and we talked um, last week a little bit about how the music is sort of overpowering. We forgot that there were lyrics to the song "Whistle While You Work," except for the beginning of it. Well, yeah. Really? didn't yeah, you did like, and crystal yeah, yeah crystal, crystal did. and i were like are but there lyrics to like, this i mean i am the music expert but i'm like there are lyrics to this <laughs> but they're they're done fairly early in the song and then it's just kind of a musical comedy mm-hmm. sequence yeah, yeah. Uh, the music is much louder so, so than they, the lyrics in a lot of places 
Yes, that's the other thing we noticed. Like, Kester and I went back and listened to that section. It's like, I want to hear it. Like, does she actually say all these lyrics? Because there's like three small verses. And she does, but sh- her voice is very quiet. Yeah. As well as the, mu- the, the orchestration is more loud. And then the animation kind of takes precedence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. During yeah. these minutes. So it's, it's busy animation. But then. Focus more on the animation. Uh, coming up this week, we get into um, Hi Ho. And that one is a song song, and the lyrics seem louder than the music. Um, so I don't know why or how that exactly happens. But I forgot I was going to mention this Oh, um, with Whistle While You Work. Okay. Uh, I looked in my handy-dandy book the, that we mentioned. This often. is our favorite book for it's research. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the creation of a classic. It's Ooh, that great. sounds awesome. It has... So much information. I love it. And it's got lots of big, um, like the pictures pictures and scans of of the artwork artwork Mm -hmm. and 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 early designs. It's from, uh, I think it's like published by the the Disney Family um, Museum. Museum. So it's not really owned by the Disney company, but it's owned by the Disney family. But in this book, it mentions that the two songs that we are talking about this week, Whistle While You Work and Hi Ho... Uh, they were both in the top ten for months after it, top ten um, of songs, like popular songs. popular songs in the nation, uh, for months after the the That's movie awesome. came out. So I thought that was interesting, considering with "Whistle While You Work," with you thinking that there were no lyrics whatsoever, and yet <laughs> it was one of the most popular songs. I forgot okay. just how many songs there are in this movie. They they are all kind of in the shadow of hi ho and whistle while you work. Yeah, yeah. It with each Disney film, you kind of get like the standout songs, and then mm-hmm. there's like oh yeah, there's other songs, and we just do not talk about them very much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I, you had uh, a few years ago before I started, or a few months ago before we started really diving into this mm-hmm. movie, if you had asked me what songs there were in this movie, I probably would have been like, uh, someday my Prince will come. I'm wishing and hi ho. There might be a couple others, but those are the only ones like I would be able to recall or even state entirely off the top of my mind. But she had that whole song in the in the little glen, yeah, um, with the animals about like after was, uh, like with a smile and a song, yeah, right. getting over being afraid and stuff. So yeah, yeah it, it's denser with music than I was ready for. But I think some of the songs are just going to stand out. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Right? Except for Little Mermaid, like yeah. every song in Little Mermaid is okay, like a Little showstopper. Mermaid, yeah, Little Mermaid <laughs> has like an inordinate percentage of showstoppers because it has "Kiss the Girl," "Under the Sea," "Part um, of Your World," "Part of Your poor World," and "Poor right. Unfortunate Souls." Oh. It's like that's four massive showstoppers <laughs> that you cannot and ignore. Two or three of them were were nominated. For I think best two song. two got nominated. I think two got nominated. And but like, it, you compare that it's, to like Frozen. It's like. There's there's one like big show stopping number, right? And then there's yeah. the and, rest of the songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like Little Mermaid. It's like here's the four big ones. Yeah, exactly. Little Mermaid is is one of my favorites. I it's the first Disney movie I think I remember seeing. Well, we we'll be sure to have you back on when we eventually we, get we to Little that Mermaid. In years yeah. from now. <laughs> but yeah, that's a. It's it's a ways off. It, it's part yeah. of the Disney Renaissance, and we're only in the. The first, first film, the first one. Yeah, exactly. So last minute, um, I was curious why 
birds seem to be dropping leaves on the table with the flowers. Uh, but it turns out they weren't because a hummingbird comes in to clean them up. But it definitely seemed like a bird brought in a leaf it, and dropped it on the table. It and does seem like that. What? Well, when, I'm when really confused that. about the, the flowers sequence. Yeah, because so the there's the flowers and then there's the birds bringing in the flowers with and then there's a couple birds that bring in some leaves and like drop them on the table. But then a right. hummingbird then, goes and cleans it all up. And so it's a bit confusing why they would exactly do that. But I mean, the hummingbird there's, clears it up and it's all fine. There's just a disagreement yeah. about the design aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, and the hummingbird also pokes the hole in the little cloth they're carrying the water in. Yeah, yeah. which what was that cloth? Like, do they not need how that one? That like, yeah. I think that might be but, also like a big leaf. Maybe. But, I can't. Really it definitely tell. looks bluish, though. Yeah. 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 Hmm. But uh, but speaking of cloth, this is this is laundry minute because all of the critters just gather up the laundry. That poor deer. Tyler on the street. On the street. That deer. That deer just gets deer. everything. It feels bad for the laundry deer. <laughs> yeah, it's a little form of a, a little bit of animal abuse, I think. But because he trips and, and almost well, and they like they drop it like on his face, and he has to like shake it out of his eyes, and <laughs> oh. then they like drop the glove on his on tail. His yeah. And, and, and the hat right on his head. It's like, ha, huh, this will look funny. It's like, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I love all that um, stuff. But, I think it's really cute and kind of funny, especially like the idea of using, you know, a rack of antlers as like a laundry rack. Mm-hmm. I, like I did really enjoy that, that yes. concept. I thought that was a, a good use for the deer. Yeah. Because um, yeah. the deer hadn't really been used like that up until this point. Um, their antlers weren't playing into anything. Um. But before that, the chipmunks are gathering up the stuff. And I love, I, I just absolutely love every sequence where they do it, like, on the floor level. And you're just watching the animals move right across, across the screen. The floor. And so with this one, you've yeah. got the chipmunks, like, taking shoes. And there's one, like, riding in the shoe, like it's a chariot. <laughs> as another chipmunk yeah. pulls it. Pulling it. And then... Um, and then finally you see a quail doing some yeah, work. Yeah, the quails have not been doing, like, anything it's this whole... It's pulling a shoe by, by its lace. And then uh, there's a sock... That's, uh, it's got a chipmunk on the, on the other and it has a chipmunk sticking its head out the front end and, and the then tail of another chipmunk on is, the other is in the the foot of the sock and then there's the pants and the, the yeah the pants with chip- the suspenders chipmunk. there's like these right. two chipmunks doing like the trotting dressage style walking which they've done a couple of times <laughs> yeah there was a squirrel that did that in um in, in the, last the week gray squirrel yeah so and cute. and and then there's one just like riding and he gets bumped off by a pickaxe on the floor it's like those are some of my favorite sequences when it's like just down on the floor and you see the animals doing these like and weird things. Funny happens like if, if they trip or 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 something. Um, my other favorite uh, gag in in getting all the laundry to the deer. There's a bunny and it has its front paws in two slippers and it's walking up to Snow White with the oh slippers. My God. And then it does a little slide. I, I wonder if that's an error. I think it's an animation error. It looked like a glitch. They just like moved it over. It just moves really quickly mm-hmm. from one spot to another. And that's, but, yeah. But it's so cute as it, it's like hopping. It's bunny slippers. Sl- <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's where the where that bunny where, slippers that where came bunny from. Slippers came from? <laughs> Uh, highly doubt it but but then they get everything on the deer and this is when I noticed that this sequence has much more vibrant colors than anything else up into this movie basically except Snow White herself like all the clothes are really bright and vivid and it's really striking at this point yeah a lot of the colors in this movie are very like washed out yeah especially the backgrounds 
Yeah. yeah. Um, the backgrounds don't stand out. Even even in the forest, it's a little bit subdued. And I think part of that is, you know, intentional. And also part of it's the medium when they're doing they're doing all the backgrounds in watercolors. So there's a certain limit to how vibrant those colors are going to be, especially right. when they're using these solid tones over the top yeah. of them. Yeah. And along with them just using watercolors, they're using their own colors that they're like their own chemist created for this film. It, it's their own colors. Yeah. Oh, the, wow. All the, all the cell, all Which the cell coloring, most, they, yeah. they made themselves. Most of Disney um, films and uh, short films and, and this movie, uh, I don't know if, if it's still true as of today, but uh, this, even with Mickey Mouse's red shorts, you can't find that red color because it is only, it is a specific red color that was created for Mickey Mouse by Disney. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, and and we found out, we watched a little um, clip recently about the making of, of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and there was over, um, it's like 15,000 different paint tones that they developed. Like, they mixed themselves for Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Wow. And Just for this movie. I know at the just for this movie like they made them for this movie and i know at the um our one of the guys from indiana jones minute sent a picture of at the disney family history museum mm -hmm. they still have some of the bottles and jars of these colors oh, and they have a whole cool. like this wall with all of these colors and you can see it and it's like i know that yellow like that's definitely this yellow yeah and, and you see the blues and everything you're like i know like that's from the one of the bluebirds it's definitely it <laughs> but but That's for the awesome. most part, a lot of the colors up till this point have been a little subdued. And yeah. Except for it's, it's been... maybe a couple of like the bluebirds and maybe a couple other animals. But it's, but it's been mostly nature colors. Yeah. And now you're getting all these these clothes with brighter reds and um, even some greens, which <laughs> you haven't really been seeing on, on the animals or anything like that. Uh, and I, I really like it. Um, I think it signals kind of a shift into more and more of the cartoony, whimsical, silly uh, Which is stuff that's coming. What the dwarves really symbolize them. They're, yeah. they're more. Yeah, they're totally not like Snow White or the Queen or the Huntsman. No, not yeah. at all. No, it kind of amazes um, me watching this for the first time in quite a while. Just how much the Disney style still kind of looks like this. Mm-hmm. Especially the animals. Yeah. yeah. Like you can Do you kind mean of that see for like, like the the most recent ones or or just the ones that are traditionally animated. Like just the mostly um, just the traditionally animated ones because you can still you can totally see like Chip and Dale and the Chipmunks. Oh, absolutely. We've yeah. been talking about whether or not Chip and Dale predate this. Well, they they didn't come till I think it was the forties. It was the forties. The forties that, that so Chip said? and Dale come after. So, so they, they definitely... may have like the form of the Chipmunks because there's so many Chipmunks in this movie. Uh, the the form of the chipmunks for Chip and Dale may have came from this movie. They may have mm -hmm. had a lot of fun. Or, or the animators that worked on the chipmunks yeah. here worked on Chip and Dale. Mm -hmm. You can also, with the deer, like, because Bambi comes, what, like, ten, less than ten years after this one? Less than ten years, I think. I yeah. think they started uh, talking about the film Bambi a year or two after this. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it wasn't that long after yeah. this that it started. Yeah, so, so the deer can, definitely. Yeah, they're like kind of like Bambi prototypes almost. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And I really love how expressive all the animals are, especially when we see them doing laundry. Yeah. Um, and it's not just like it's not just the the animals that are used for like the gags, like the deer or the turtle, but it's also like the birds or 
um, like the yeah. chipmunks. When you said expressive, I was just thinking of the birds that uh, ring out the shirt. They like twist in opposite directions and then they pull and they get kind of like this angry face as they're pulling. Like, mm-hmm. this is tough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's their working face. But it's like, I'm like, why is that bird making like such a distinctive facial expression? Right. Yeah, this laundry scene is such a great early example of what Disney kind of always has and still does best, which is all this like whimsical interplay along to the music with the animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's, it's something they were the most comfortable with going into this movie. Um, doing doing the realistic Snow White animation was definitely something they weren't comfortable with. And so that's their innovation work. But this stuff is their classic work. And it's really comforting to see, um, you know, definitely experienced and practiced hands at this kind of animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else on this minute? Um, I don't think so. I mostly just feel bad for the laundry deer. Yeah. My, my only other note, my only other note, because raccoons are my favorite animal, is that I think the raccoons doing the, the, the raccoons doing the laundry is really cute. So. I like these raccoons better than we, raccoon we had last week, which looked like a really dopey raccoon. As he, like, yes. he, like, he, he, he like smeared off the window, but his eyes were like going cross-eyed and yeah, he, he just, but these ones don't look dopey. They look really adorable. Yeah. These raccoons are, are nice. And there's a ton of them. There's like five raccoons doing laundry. Which is cute yeah. because, you know, raccoons wash things and they wash their hands. So the raccoons are doing the washing. Yeah. <laughs> raccoons are crazy interesting animals. Like they actually, they have opposable yes. thumbs, don't they? Yes, yes, they do. Oh, gosh. Raccoons are also a little bit scary because of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Like, no, he, he they're really so wants cute. One as a pet and I, we actually like looked into it and. They need their own room, and it's like having a two-year-old for 20 years because they live that long. <laughs> um, and if they get upset with you, they'll, like, play tricks on you, so they'll hide stuff. Um, oh, and no, no, like, no, no, no. That's yeah, not great. Yeah, they have thumbs. And I'm just like, they're no, like, I, don't need, stuff. I don't need that in uh, my life right now. <laughs> take buttons off shirts. Remove keys from your keychain. I mean, I guess they are really what? affectionate. Yeah. They take a key off your keychain? So they, they, Andrew, they, they're, they're not getting raccoons. No, right? no raccoons for us. <laughs> Aw. Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm I'm sorry that we're bad mouthing raccoons so much, but they sound terrifying. <laughs> but they love to give hugs. Yeah, they do give hugs, which I guess is really cute. But they have I don't okay. know I don't I don't want an animal with thumbs in, oh. in the, <laughs> you know. Uh, well, if if that's it for today, then we'll come back tomorrow with more of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, you guys will you'll still be here all week, so no worries yeah. about that. Uh, how can people find your your stuff if they want to get more of you? Um, so we are from the website duelinggenre.com, and we're on Twitter at LOTR Minute, and all of our other contact information is on the website, so you guys can check us out there. Yeah. And we have finally gotten a website <laughs> after right. weeks and weeks. Uh, we are at uh, protagonistpodcast.com slash dame for Disney Animation Minute Essentials. Nice. So we've got that up. And you can go check things out there. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you're using. And review us. Give us five stars, please. And join us again tomorrow for more of Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. But until then, just whistle while you work. Whistle while you work.